0: oh hi hi alex oh my name <laughs> my name incorporated thanks um
1: you're welcome normally you say hi Sue.
0: i don't i just say hi
1: no you say hi Sue.
0: No, i've never said hi Sue. <laughs> oh, okay. I, got I got something to talk about this world is messed up and crazy how i'm supposed to know how supposed to show afraid you see me didn't afraid you let me go somebody paid me the way i'm just trying to grow start the fire
1: let them see the smoke
0: we are here to discuss uh the the phrase i used was uh the lack of communication wait i want just want to be sure i say it exactly right cuz and
1: how it leads to isolation
0: and how how it leads to isolation depression
1: okay
0: and so I say that because um, I think, obviously, going in and coming out of the pandemic, there was an epidemic, if you will, of people who were living the IG lifestyle, right? Like you, everything's great on mm-hmm. IG, and then, and then they. We'll let you know later. Oh, I, you know, I've been in a depression for three months, four months. Um, mm-hmm. things have been tough for me. And it's like, well, your IG acts like you're on vacation every week. So right. you know, where did that come from? Um, the the other thing that it led to was um I think that the pandemic exposed a lot of people who were trying to mask, you know, hurt. And I I don't mean that like to to come at them, but I think because because I think a lot of people do that subconsciously, like you don't even know that you're trying to hide behind
1: Mm -hmm. um,
0: things, and by that I mean money, uh, vacations, uh,
1: activities,
0: activities, being in the bar. Yeah, I was gonna say going out, um, taking trips, all that stuff. And so when when you couldn't do that during pandemic it leveled the playing field right like the clothes you had on didn't matter the car you could drive didn't matter because there was nowhere to go there was nowhere to wear the clothes um no one was allowed to go on trips you couldn't be in bars all that stuff so so then it came down to people's true happiness like can you actually find you know a way to make yourself happy when all of these superficial things are taken away and i think mm-hmm. that left a lot of people in a box because what what and I'm going to stop rambling here in a second but what I think happens is the the IG lifestyle or what we're talking about is a lie essentially not on purpose all the time but it is a lie like it's not what's really going on in your life right so when all those things are stripped away you have to isolate yourself so that people don't find mm-hmm. out the lie and so that's where it comes comes from for me is I think some people who were exposed still haven't been able to get out of that. Right. And maybe it's just, they either don't want to go back to what, you know, lying, if you will. And so they're actually embracing their depression. And and when I say depression, I think there's different levels of depression. Not everyone is, you know, um, right. at the same just place. Just
1: dissatisfaction with themselves or with their life. Yeah.
0: Or their life or, you know, so many different things. So that's, that's the premise behind it. You know, um would love so to like
1: listen. a facade of instagram and social media and yeah. finding happiness on your own
0: well i think that is the easiest example of it right um because okay. instagram is just so such so blaring right that you know yeah. you have to remember that you know if they post a post today and then they post again in two weeks there was two weeks that happened between those posts right that may not have been you know the there be 30
1: seconds in between the posts and things can go sideways
0: yeah yeah and and Instagram is a highlight reel, essentially. Obviously, some people use it to to express real emotion and things like that. But for the most part, you know, inadvertently, you know, even people that aren't hiding behind things, it's a it's supposed to be a highlight reel. You're showing people the best of what's out there. And like I said, I don't want to just focus it on Instagram. It's just in real life too, like you know, not talking to people anymore, as Mm -hmm. much as you did, like picking up the phone and calling, like doing everything through text. Yeah, I think
1: intentionality had to be there. I think a lot of people during the pandemic and in general, like don't understand what it takes as adults, if we're going to go there, to maintain friendships or maintain relationships. I think people get really busy, (laughs) right? And then um, don't focus on I think it all goes back to what makes you happy though. If you can isolate and be happy, that's one thing. But I do think that a lot of people like were faced with the reality of all these things that were making them happy that were outside of themselves. Right. And then the pandemic happened, and you kind of went one of two ways. You either recognize like, wow, there's been some deficits and I'm like masking my true happiness by filling my time with X, Y, or Z. And I also think it's the scenario you were in, in the pandemic, right? Like I was, single and alone in my house so i had a lot of time to reflect i had just gotten out of a relationship but then there was people with kids who like didn't have the same they did get very isolated and depressed probably because their only outlet was away from their kids right and then didn't have that luxury Mm
0: -hmm. so i think
1: coming out of it that a lot of people face that yeah like isolation and depression
0: (laughs) yeah it's interesting it's really interesting um i don't feel that Right it well, you know what i I said I don't allow myself to feel that because I feel like I get isolated, so much, yeah, well i I just can't because i get I feel like I get such an energy off of other people. I mean, mm-hmm. like I cheated the pandemic, right? I went and bought a boat that could hold twenty people on it, and the and the water here in Chicago was <laughs> federal, and so the the city couldn't mandate it, and so we were out on a boat rule breaker, rule breaker number one, public energy. <laughs> But the point was that I knew I couldn't, like I can't be the one to isolate myself from other people because I need I feed off of that energy it, so much. And when I and that doesn't mean I have to be around people all the time. It's just you know I pick up the phone and I call people and right. I I do put myself like you know if I'm if if I'm feeling a little withdrawn, sometimes I'll just go work in a coffee shop or work in a, a same it just just to feel. All but also the some field. of the
1: projects and hobbies you do, right? Like just putting out your workout videos, right? Like that's yeah. still a way because you know that people respond and connect with you. So yeah. but I think that that is a personal um obligation, I guess I would say, that you have identified the things that you need. Right. And I actually, my girlfriend here, I'm out of town, obviously. And yeah. the girlfriend that I'm with is going through a difficult time. and I you know, I said to her, I was like, you're on the phone constantly. I said, you never give yourself an opportunity to like sit still. and identify what it is that you need to make you happy. And that's why you continue to make the same choices because you're just like filling your time with the next thing. I said, you literally never stop. Like it's just phone call after phone call. I said, well, how do you think that you're going to evolve or change? Right. And so I think the pandemic for some people, for me in particular, I had never sat in my emotions. I'd definitely mask them with other things. And I do think that distraction is a healthy coping mechanism to a degree. Right. I think that traveling or doing th- those things can also be things that you love and can help you cope. Um, but I think the pandemic really had a lot of people like having to face those, the reality that they don't know how to be happy mm-hmm. without all the external things. Um and it's definitely not an easy thing to face, but mm-hmm. then also, yeah, I think like, I'm the same way that I have to be around people, but I think that can be done through phone calls through through hobbies, you know, you putting out videos, you're connecting with people on Instagram. I'm sure that like write you messages on whatever you're posting or through your right. website, whatever platform, you, all sure. the platforms you use. Yeah. Yeah, geez. Uh, or I mean, your podcast, I mean. right? Like feedback, like the stuff yeah. like that. Those are all points of connection that are not necessarily like direct relationships, but still feed that like, I don't know, fire that you have to connect with people.
0: Right, um, that makes sense. Um, I think, you make a good point there that I don't want to sit here and act like go- because you're going on trips, you're trying to hide something or because you buy nice yeah. things, you're trying to hide something. I'm, I'm saying there are people that do that to hide something. Mm-hmm. And if, if they were to maybe, it, 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 so I, what I also want to make sure I'm not doing is talking down on anyone. Cause, cause why would you not try and fix it? if you feel off or or depressed or anything like that or or even if it's subconsciously like your mind your body your heart whatever is trying to deal with it and cope like you said so i'm i'm definitely not talking down on anyone and saying oh I think there's
1: a stigma to it though right and then with yeah, the, it's the comparison game so when if you're not emotionally or cognitively aware enough to know that other people's instagram is their highlight reel there's yeah. comparison all over the board, whether it be bodies yeah. or relationships or yeah. just lifestyles. Yeah. And I think people have gotten a slightly better, especially like with the influencer world, like trying to be more transparent with the harder things they're going through. Yeah. But with the start of influencing, it was all highlight reel, right? And yeah. they're getting like they're getting things paid for. So that's why things yeah. have to be marked with a sponsorship. So it's more so to me like the comparison game that you have to have, be mentally strong enough to – recognize that everybody is putting their best life yeah on instagram
0: well i think that's really just because you do
1: that doesn't mean you're not alone
0: and i think it's really interesting because my friend max the guy that i was posting on my story just the other day he, he talks about that a lot where he he felt a pressure to be in a certain place by the time he was a certain age or to um uh like he just felt like oh i should be more successful and then he would downplay his victories and and i I hope I'm not talking out of place, but I think this this is like a story I've heard him tell several times. So I don't think this is something that's private, but I don't think he listens to my podcast anyways. What a jerk, but who does? uh, Yeah, true. (laughs) Um, But so he he talked about how he felt that pressure and then how he felt like, um, you know, he downplays his successes. Right. Like he'll he'll say like, well, that happened because whatever, not because I did a good job. Right. And so it's funny because I think that's a double-edged sword. Like I I always tell him, I I tell him like self-doubt drives me nonstop. Mm -hmm. And and it's actually weird to me when self-doubt gets someone down. Not because I think they're wrong, I'm right and they're wrong, whatever. It's because that's just not my experience, right? Like every experience I've had for myself of self-doubt, it's only made me do something bigger. So when you talk about body, like I look myself in the mirror every day and I'm like, you're not where you need to be. And, but I think it's healthy because it takes me to the gym, right? It, I, I don't, I don't wish my body was different. I, I wanna go work and make it dip- better. You know what I mean? Um, if you talk about like my career, like s- same thing, like, you know, maybe I want, I would want something different, but at the same time, like, I wanna go get it. I don't, I don't, you know, like, but that's your style,
1: at- right? It's the same like being an athlete, like, we are yeah. coached. So some yeah. people get coached when they get talk shit, like, like, you know, screamed in our face, you fucked up, you're falling short, you're not delivering. And some people need praise. I mean, or the workplace. I think it's just kind of your style. But at the end of the day, I think all of those things go back to like your own emotional and self-awareness Yeah, and recognizing that you can do better or you can do more or that you're capable and you have the tools and skills to get yourself out of whatever situation, body place, emotional state that you're in. And so- you know, and at the end of the day, no one's going to control that, but you. So you have to figure out how you have that talk track with yourself and whether that be, I mean, for you, if you're, you know, not talking down on yourself, but self doubt for you might fuel you fuel you. Mm -hmm. For other people, it's like success in some way that they have to like achieve something before they feel that like sense of pride to continue that.
0: Sure. I, it it just kind of came full circle for me too, because what i tell max in those in those examples is i'm like dude i I, i'm telling him exactly what i just said that hey like Mm -hmm. i think you can you shouldn't feel bad about feeling that way you should just let it drive you right like Mm -hmm. you're you're all about solutions you're looking for how to better yourself like that's the way right there is take the self-doubt that you have and go fix it and and Mm -hmm. go fixing it may, may not mean that you end up better than someone else if you're talking about the comparison game as much as it's maybe it's just this i know i'm doing all i can do in everything that i'm doing
1: so but I mean, not everyone feels that way i think that's I, where a lot of exactly guilt and shame and and for a good reason right like other people yeah. have different circumstances not everybody sure. can invest as much time as probably you or i right to to this conversation with ourselves or have as much a lo- like if right. i had two kids that are you know toddlers and screaming like yeah you don't get a lot of time to think Yeah, (laughs) or like process a lot of what's happening. But I do think like if you're single or have free time or dedicate time to yourself, like we are responsible for our own like feelings and recognizing them and then making choices and figuring out how to make them better, whether depending on your own style. I think that's part of learning that. Um, And we all can get caught up in the comparison game. We can all think, even to ourselves, like comparing where we were a year ago or sometimes I'm like, wow, like I was way more dedicated than an XYZ at the time, like what slipped, right? But having that like conversation with yourself and creating space to have that. Yeah. And and call yourself on it. But again, I think it's a skill set. I also think it's the same as like just knowing that you're in control of your happiness and your own destiny and being willing to acknowledge that. I think a lot of people come from a victim mentality and not to sound like, and they've been the victim of a lot of poor situations, but right. recognizing that and figuring out like what needs to be done to get yourself out of that.
0: Yeah. Um, uh, well, I think it all blends to itself because what I was about to say is having that conversation with Max is communicating that it's okay, right? Right. But if you don't, but but if he doesn't tell me that he feels that way, I can't tell him that it's okay. What happens? Exactly. What I'm talking about. He's pushed into this isolation where he's like, "Why does everyone else feel?" And I'm I'm just mm-hmm. we're using him as a game. Yeah. I, I don't. This next part I don't know for, but why does everyone else feel? Why is everyone else able to attack their insecurities head on, but I'm stuck here? And it's like everyone else—they're
1: just not saying it. They're
0: just not, well, you're just not talking about it. You're not having right. communication, right. and 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 maybe that's another thing that I feel like uh, COVID may have done. Like it 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 made you reach out to people potentially that you don't normally reach out to. I, that's mm-hmm. one thing, but it, but it didn't make you closer to people. I didn't feel like um, it didn't make you. I, I, I think there's, and you know, this is redundant based on what I said at the start, I think there's no substitute for being in person and, mm-hmm. and the connection that you build in person and the, one hundred percent, and the, you know, you know, uh, you know what I mean? But the point can be that if you didn't have that, which no one did during that time, you're your interpersonal skills are going to suffer from it. And then Mm -hmm. situations like this where someone may be able to pull you out of there, you know, it never did. And there's some people that probably, I, I mean, even we're talking about what to be safe two years outside of COVID, right. It went into 2021. So there's some people I, I believe never fully (laughs) came back from that. Like never fully went back to making connections,
1: Yeah, I think if you are a natural like introvert in the truest sense of that word, like you took that as an opportunity to not have to do anything and really like just like kind of turned inward and may not have ever come out. I mean, I think about the first conference work conference I went to after COVID. I was like, I don't even remember how to talk to people. Yeah, what do I do? It's like a muscle I hadn't flexed, and I was exhausted by the end of the day. Yeah, but we just like hadn't done that in so long, and so I do think we don't even recognize probably some of the ways in which we would we withdrew or how things shifted, as you said, to like an Instagram world, or you, you're putting out the prettiest picture of things versus having a genuine dialogue sometimes about the reality of things, right? Like, oh, everyone's like, oh, you're triple great. And like, for all intents and purposes, like, I'm fortunate that I haven't had a ton that's like, brought me down, but there's certainly days, right? There's certainly things that I've gone through. Yeah. Um, and I don't know that I would share, you know, I I don't think I would ever share those, I guess, on Instagram. So I think not because I care. like, if you know me in person, you know, I'm hundred percent willing to be an open book and share those things. Like I probably right. have shared a lot of things with my girlfriends that I've right. gone through because I've recognized that in sharing with one person, how many other people related or needed that advice or needed to know that somebody else went through that experience. Yeah. And, but I do think that's the point of connection. Right. And I, and I think there is a lot to be said, a lot of those conversations happen face to face, like in person where you feel that vibe and you, the ability to be vulnerable. And say, you know, I'm willing to share this. So I think COVID definitely reinforced the ability to isolate, if that's the natural tendency, for sure.
0: Yeah, I'm looking at your Instagram right now, and yours is definitely a highlight reel for sure. Like, there's for no, sure. there's no vulnerability, I mean, I, I, and I'm saying this like, yeah. If someone was comparing themselves to you, I can see how they'd be upset, right? You're on, but boat. I would
1: say this. You're I would out. also say, yeah. Oh, I'm living the best life. But to be honest, I am living my best life. Yeah. <laughs> no, but vacation. I think I'm on vacation 24 seven. No, I think that my Instagram is very different than other people's. Right. I have a private Instagram, so if I have followers on my Instagram, they are my close friends. Right. So they, for all intents and purposes, right. Or I've known them well, and they. I probably, I have, Don't think I accept anyone that I haven't like met through somebody or had a conversation with, and so right. I feel like. While yes, there's a highlight reel, most of, or a lot of the people who follow me also know the reality of what's happening in my life from, from some standpoint though, to the depths of it. No. And there's probably a lot of people when I've posted something, maybe to my story and they're like, wow, I never knew that. Or wow. Like you don't realize something small or even like a quote I posted and maybe people have caught on that. Like I'm going through something if they've reached out, you know, they're like, oh, I'm feeling the same exact way. Like that really hit me or whatever. But I don't feel like I'm a, I guess I would share more if I thought I had like an influence but, or
0: Instagram. But, but wouldn't that, would, right, right, sure. Wouldn't that be almost more conducive to what we're talking about when it's close friends and you see your close friends that are doing better than you? um, You yeah. know, close friends or family or whoever that, that seem to be happy while you're, you know, str- struggling in any way. And I think Seeing it over and over and over again, whether it be Instagram or, even you know, if it's family member, you go over their house and you see their nice car and you see their kids are well behaved or their kids are going to college here, there, wherever you got. They got this job. They have, you know, they have other great friends around them and you feel like you're isolated. You don't have great friends. You're unhappy with your job. You know, all these things, I think just keep getting hit with that over and over again and then trying to keep up a lie sometimes that you're fine. Like, like I said for the for the point of the title of this um pushes you into that corner farther and farther
1: so what do you think that you do personally when you're in that space what
0: I mean what, like, space? what are
1: some like what are the tools that like if you are feeling isolated or you're feeling like hey I'm in a funk
0: yeah do oh, you, that's a, that's a do you attempt
1: to connect with people do you like do you do things like for me if I'm feeling in a funk I don't like to uh, influence. I I know how other people being in a funk influences me, right? Yeah. So I try to like with I'm probably more withdrawn in that yeah. scenario. Like and
0: so yeah, and so I think that's everyone's initial reaction is to withdraw. It's mm-hmm. like how do you come out of it? That's a great question. I think for me, and and this happened the other day, right? Like I I just straight out told you I think we were trying to figure something out, and I just straight out told you like, hey, I'm I'm you know not yeah. the best today, like. And so I think one, communicating that to people mm-hmm. is really important because um, you need to let them know that you're in a funk. Because I think, like I said before, there's support that you can get, right? Maybe mm-hmm. I, maybe I, not the support right this second, but, um, but you're also... Understanding. Coming... Yeah, like, for yeah. sure. For sure, because yeah, because to that point, you could tell, you could act like you're in a funk and someone that you deal with family member friend whatever could not know that and they could get upset with you which you know could further put you into that funk but i think first and foremost for me i want to feel it like i want to one understand like Mm -hmm. what i'm not happy about um because i don't Mm -hmm. like to to i don't like to like lash out um that's probably not good because i would never lash out i think a better way to put it would be i don't like to well, I'm not going to try and figure, you know, like fix anything until I know what, what needs to be reactive.
1: Fixed. You don't want to be reactive.
0: Yeah, and 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 another thing that I've said in the past is I think sometimes your funk can can hide. I love that's the word we're using, but uh, <laughs> your funk can hide behind other things, right? Like you mm-hmm. you could really be sad about this, but this other thing, I want to say, make sure I say this the right way, but this other thing um, is easier to be upset about. And I'm trying to see okay. if I can get, give an example. Like harping
1: on another thing when well, the well, root example, cause of it. Well, For example,
0: you could be unhappy with your job.
1: Okay.
0: And and but be using like your your relationship as okay. like a an excuse, right? So right. your relationship's not perfect, but it's not that bad. It's not as bad as you're making it because you know you can't deal with your job, right? You, or you feel trapped in your job, so you're lost control. Yeah. 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 You're, so you're not dealing with that. You're just gonna put all your energy into being upset about this other thing where whereas if you gave yourself a plan for both maybe um but definitely your your job if that's what's the root cause of of you being unhappy um you you may you may realize that hey i'm i'm like putting an unnecessary pressure on my relationship or i'm putting an unnecessary strain on my relationship um just because i'm unhappy over here and i think that happens a lot right like people are unhappy about something else but it comes out it's expressed projects
1: on other things projects,
0: yeah, yeah on, to, on to other things
1: it really Basically. actually
0: it's probably the opposite right you're probably really unhappy about a relationship and yeah so and then it that comes to work yeah yeah
1: okay so you would draw it first i think i'm the same way reflect on what you're upset about
0: exactly exactly well i communicate and withdraw okay
1: yes
0: and, and then uh and then reflect I think. And then for me, it's coming up with a plan. Like I, I, mm-hmm. I think in that reflection, I figure out what, what I'm doing. And then
1: marathon mentality.
0: It's the marathon mentality. That's right. I love when you just bring it on back around Bring
1: it full circle. You're welcome. I'm on the high horse
0: today. <laughs> you're on the horse. Um, I I've said this so much. I sit in bed every morning. I wake up way too early and I just sit there and think every morning. And so mm-hmm. the more, I have to think about i.e. a funk or or whatever else the the longer or you know that may may span over two or three days um but I, and I have a lot of time in my car too that's another thing that so between those two places I end up doing a lot of thinking to the point you made not everyone has the luxury of of having a alone time having alone time or having you know being able to sit in one place and and really think through their issues but for me I think that's really important. I I don't meditate, but I but I think those are are
1: it's a meditative thought.
0: Yeah, I I think I'm sorry. I don't set aside time to meditate. I think mm-hmm. per or by definition, I am meditating
1: yeah. in
0: those instances on you know fixing whatever, and and it, and I don't have to be in a funk to do that same thing. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I I want to think through and and be you know, have initiative in in the things I'm thinking of so I don't get enough fun, right? Like if it's something mm-hmm. that's important um, that I can put some thought into and, and really be reflective, I try and do that as well.
1: Okay, those are good. What about you? I definitely would draw it first. I think only not to, and maybe I communicate it or not, I guess. Probably not. Probably could be better about communicating it, but I think people know if they're around me. Uh, that i'm off because normally i don't know i feel like i'm a very very like even keel status quo i yeah. kind of wake up in the same mood that yeah i'm in the rest of the day i don't, don't like take time so um but yeah i've tried to be more reflective and i think as we said in a, a, a lot of our podcasts like your must your mind is a muscle that needs to work like any other and so i right. think i like to be reflective about how i feel as you said like analyze kind of why i'm in that funk what I have control over, how I ended up there, what was my decision making, what was out of my control, um, taking responsibility where I need to and recognizing where I can't, right? And then, as you said, like creating a path forward. Like, if we want to talk about the pandemic, I was like literally devastated, heartbreaking, broken, it was awful, right? And now yeah. you're trapped in your house by yourself with literally no distractions, <laughs> right? Yeah. And so I was like, okay, like I am bawling my eyes out. 90% of the day, like, mm. what am I going to do about this? Right. And so for me, and like, I was seeing some, I, I don't know, my family, like not instilled the fear of God, like I, I lived in Atlanta, my parents were in Boston. So Atlanta was much more open, I would say, but seeing p- other people who like, weren't taking it as seriously, like out, having fun. I was like, gosh, like again, comparison, like I would love to be out doing those things. But I also thought like, Sue, you never sit still and like actually process emotions. Mm. Well, um, So I did. And I just spent, as you, I came up with a plan. Like, Mm -hmm. just like you said, I walked five miles every single day. Cause I was like, I need interaction, right? Like I need to recognize that I can't isolate or that will not be good for my mental health. Right. So I like literally ended up, you saw some of the same people on your path, but I ended up like meeting all the homeless people. I went with this guy, I met another guy that was like, I saw your smile. And he came up behind me one day. He's like, would you want to do something with me? I've been feeling really lonely. And there's a lot of these homeless people out here. Do you want to feed the homeless with me i was like oh my gosh yes i've been wanting to talk to this guy who plays justin bieber every single day like i want to know his story right but i did and i was just like that i knew for me like human connection right but i could recognize that right i think a lot of people don't recognize like what their needs are right mm-hmm. and i think that is a challenge it took a lot of reflection right and then that i cooked right like i never ate at once all the, the pandemic i cooked everything i ate i was in the best shape of my life like just I don't know. I got like paint by numbers. I got new books. I got puzzles. Oh my God, I was such a puzzle fiend. But again, I think it was like really taking the time to evaluate what are the things that are going to make me happy. Like you have to want to control that narrative and not let, we can all like succumb to the comparison game. Um, And it can be country open, country closed, right? It's like you got to go back to and sit with yourself and like figure out what does make you happy and like at the real root of happiness for me. Yeah, human connection is a big thing. So um, I needed that to not be in a state of depression because I definitely was.
0: You know what's important? And and as I'm thinking, as we talk through this is you almost need to plan for it. And by that, I mean, Mm -hmm. it's really hard to figure this out when you're in the funk. Like yeah. It's, re- it's really hard to say, oh, I don't feel right. And then go through, you know, whatever process you have effectively because you're in a funk. It's almost I think like-
1: people with true mental health disorders have do a better, some do a better job. Like They know, for instance, my friend is bipolar and right. he doesn't like to medicate. So he's like, I know the things. I can't eat carbs. I can't have sugars. I don't drink alcohol. I work out every single day. Now, does he still have spells? Yes, but he knows what things work for him. I don't think a lot of us evaluate what things work for us and or we've not been pushed to the point that he is where it's required that type of reflection. Right. But yeah, I think what you're saying, like building that toolkit of things that, you know, for me, travel is a big thing too. Like I love to travel regardless, but if I'm like feeling off or feeling like, hey, I just need to like changing my scenery. As you say, like going to a coffee shop, even just like getting out of my normal routine for me sometimes like is enough to kickstart me feeling better
0: well I where where I was going to go there was say that I think it would be much easier to evaluate and maybe looking at past spells that you had when you call spells or in a funk and say this is how I was feeling in those instances now I'm going to come up with ways that you know help me deal with that while you're in a better place does that make sense yeah And I think, I think not a lot of people put enough thought into that, like planning for the time that you're not going to be okay due to anything. I mean, we're talking about just being in a a random funk, but I mean, you know, there's things that put you in a a breakup, could put you in a funk for a long time, Mm -hmm. losing a job, losing a, you know, losing a family, you know, anyone passing away or um, Mm -hmm. so many different things that can really cause you to be unhappy over time. And trying to figure it out at that time. I feel like it's dangerous. I think, I feel like that's Mm -hmm. where people fall and-
1: um, Well, also not recognizing that's how you end up there, right? Like over time, losing sight of the things that do bring you happiness and not doing them. Like for me, if I stopped you know, another kind of opposite of loving to travel is that I also have, last year I traveled all the time. I didn't love living in Atlanta any longer. I was on the road, but then I had to recognize, I was like, I feel anxiety happening when I'm either changing locations too quickly or I'm not like living in that space, right? Like yeah. I'm not continuing to go to the gym. I'm not waking up at the same times. I'm not eating the same foods. I had to reflect like, that's not a good space for you. So either you need some time in between the trips or you need to act like you're actually living there. You're not just on vacation, right? You're not right. out of your normal routine right. in order right. to maintain my mental health and sanity.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, that's a good point. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, there's themes that just keep coming up being mm-hmm. reflective introspective um feeling you know yourself in your in your feelings um uh obviously i i i can't i'm the one that said more than anything but i think communicating it mm-hmm. um however you need to like hey i'm just in something and you know i need to work through it or hey i'm in something and i need help or you know It goes back
1: to vulnerability too. Like I would ask you, how do you think that you, I mean, I think we both can acknowledge it's important and like we're both people that would be willing to help and listen and like support somebody in a funk. But how do you think that you cultivate that? Like if I looked at your Instagram, would we see the times you're in a funk? Like obviously you even record things, but do you really put out like, Hey, I'm going through some shit today and trying to figure this out myself and here's how I'm navigating it.
0: I think when I, well, yes, because there's, there's a lot of things that have my, um, that have my podcast. Okay. And so my podcast isn't always roses in time. And in fact, it's probably more challenging type conversations than it would be just, you know.
1: So how does the average person become more real? Like, how does it, because I do think a lot of it stems from the fact that. Did you
0: you just call me extraordinary?
1: (sighs) Let's not go
0: there. <laughs> okay. I don't sorry. want to
1: humble you so fast.
0: I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, we're no, gonna let you ride that one out. No, let's not do that. Yeah, you yeah, have
1: yeah. your moment.
0: No, just let me let me live in this. Just, so you me. live
1: in that glory for half a second.
0: I appreciate that. All right. Where, what were you saying?
1: <laughs> you can't even keep your train of thought. You're just thinking how amazing you are right now.
0: I most times I am. So most times, <laughs> no, I think... most times I'm hearing words. I'm seeing your mouth moving, I'm hearing words, but I'm thinking how
1: how well Alex i do stuff <laughs> lord help us all
0: yeah no, no i
1: think that including if you me. can cultivate <laughs> truly i think that cultivating that is important i think that like one-on-one i can do that really well for people i think i like give them the space to just be honest with me and know that like i'm not here to judge i'm here to help want to support you want to like get you through I want to distract you if that's what you want, but like, I also need to know what you want. Right. And so sometimes it's sometimes like, do you just want me to listen to you or do you want me to provide you feedback? Right. Do you want me to provide you constructive solutions or do you just want to be heard?
0: No. And that's that I posted that the other day, um, where people were talking about how that, I thought I posted it. Um, or maybe I just sent it to to a couple people that like that question can improve all your relationships Mm -hmm. when someone's telling you something you know asking that question back do you want feedback or do you want help or do you want to just be heard or do you just want to vent one event? Um, i also think
1: it's safe to ask like can you take this on like if i came to you alex and was like i have this massive thing weighing on me that doesn't mean you're ready to receive it in the moment that i want to talk to you right, right. Yeah. so asking on the flip side like are you like do you have the because i think that's what we to like similar to this entire theme is like you don't know what everyone else is going through and everyone's posting their highlight reel. So you just assume like I'm coming to you thinking, Alex, do you have your shit together? You're in the gym. You're fine. You might be like completely devastated inside. And I have no idea. And right. I want to go unleash this massive thing that I'm feeling. And you're not in a space to really receive that nor be helpful, nor like have the energy to want to take it on right now.
0: Right. Right.
1: But I, I do. Yeah. I think it's hard. I would be more open. Like I'd post if I was struggling. I mean, I, as I said, like candidly, I'm very fortunate that I, at least as of late, like don't have a ton that has been like really weighing me down. But I know that that's not the case for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And, um, and even still, even if I'm not going through it, just knowing that like, it's okay to go through it. I say like, I'm like, give yourself grace. I say that to my mm-hmm. friends a lot, you know, like it's okay to not be okay. Or my mom, I think there was one day last year I remember my, I was like, I'm just like, she's like, you're off. And my mom's like, you're off. I'm like, yeah, I am. Like, I, I don't, literally don't have a reason. I don't know why um she's like well what can I do I'm like you just can't do anything I was like it's just a day like just let me let me just be off like I'm gonna wake up tomorrow probably perfectly fine
0: yeah but
1: like it's okay that I'm not okay today
0: right yeah
1: and let me feel it let me try to figure it out
0: (laughs) yeah no and and the more you say that the more I'm I'm actually realizing that um I feel like I am pretty proactive about communicating it even when someone doesn't say like hey you're off like I'll I'll communicate like I'm just having a day-to-day I need to like get Mm -hmm. my shit together um and and it's big. Um, I I was there, trying to process. You create
1: a space for other people to do that, though. I'm just going to say that. Do I? By you doing that? Oh, oh yeah, yeah no. By I... you saying that, you're creating a space. It goes back to vulnerability. Like the more you're willing to share and say, "I'm not in okay space," you've just created the space for them to come sure. to you at some point and say, "I'm not in an okay space." Today. No,
0: yeah, I, I think. And I don't, once again, I, uh, we had this in another conversation. I don't know. I I really don't know like how I got vulnerable and I feel like I am, you know, it's a spectrum, right? And so right. if this is all the way vulnerable, what's that to you? Is that my right <laughs> hand, my left hand? <laughs> uh if this, I didn't know if it switched it. If this is our yeah. all the way vulnerable and this is not, you know, I feel like I'm closer over here, but I I know I still have work to do. I know I still put walls up. I know I still do, do all those things. So, but I don't know how I got here. Like I don't I don't know how I would coach someone else to be vulnerable. And maybe it's situation by situation. Um a lot of times in in my life and things that I've learned, I feel like it's been by trial and error, right? Like mm-hmm. maybe I was forced to be vulnerable and then you see the the benefit. The benefit and now that's that that you you're picking up and maybe you go a little bit farther every time. Another thing I think happens is if you're around people who force you to be be vulnerable that's gonna like like people who are good at or like you said maybe they're they show the the right example that allows you to be vulnerable you see the benefits of it it, it snowballs from there once again bringing back to the start of what we're talking about the lack of communication and how it causes isolation and depression vulnerability is nothing but communication it's you communicating mm-hmm. things that that um that might be bothering you or or anything thinking feeling yeah
1: experiencing
0: and so once again if you're if you're able to kind of put your walls down to communicate those things you know maybe you're not pushed into that box or that that corner or you know that isolation the same way
1: well i think yeah i mean it goes back to human connection too right like if you open yourself up to that you're allowing others to come in and and reconnect. I think that by nature, when you isolate, you know it's going to lead to some like humans function off of connection. Mm-hmm. So just you know, the more you withdraw, the harder that's going to become to reconnect and yeah. like get yourself out of that place and that depression. And you know, like back, it, it's easier said than done, obviously, but. Mm-hmm retreating I don't think is the answer if you as long as you have the resources to help pull you out right I think we're both speaking from a place where we have people around us too Mm -hmm. that would talk us through it support us like there are some people who probably don't have that same support system um and I'm certain that that's a harder thing to deal with but yeah I, I think that any human connection and the more communicative and vulnerable that you could be the easier it is to get yourself out of that spot
0: Yeah. As we talk about this, it's like, you should almost practice, right? Like you should, Mm -hmm. you should figure out once again, trying to have a plan. Your plan. Yeah. But like figure out, you know, can you start sharing little things that you wouldn't normally share that you'd feel safe sharing with someone you feel Mm -hmm. safe sharing it to and opening yourself up and, and, and maybe, you know, who knows who's going to hear this conversation maybe it's someone who's already feels isolated you're already back down to that corner and it's like start small the same way um yeah
1: and everyone else is feeling that same emotion in some way right like no one is ever alone in that thought but so many people i guess we said like try to pretend that they don't have it or they're willing to say it but they just don't just because it's not been a culture to say when we're feeling down or feeling depressed like that's just not what's been cultivated
0: yeah. Um, and, and it's, what's funny in that is I think there's two different routes to go, right? Like you can obviously talk to a therapist. I mean, you, uh, people have do it all the time. Strike up conversation with someone just, you know, at a restaurant or, or at a coffee mm-hmm. shop or walking in the park. I don't know. Um, because they like sharing things with people who don't know them. And, and mm-hmm. they feel, I, I imagine, i'm I'm not so much this person, but I imagine they feel like it's safer because they're not gonna get judged by someone that doesn't know or they maybe they feel like it's safer because I'm never gonna they don't care. To, yeah, I'm never gonna yeah. talk to this person again. um so but versus those people that um feel more comfortable sharing with a best friend, right? like I'm definitely that person mm-hmm. like i I, I want to connect and share with with people that I know care about me, um who I know can potentially give me you know, good advice, if it's something that may need advice or whatever. So um, I, I think that's an interesting dynamic as well. I agree. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. I I've, I think I said everything I had to say about it. You have a little summary at the end.
1: Oh, I've got to summarize this? No, I mean, I think I did. I think I think that everybody is feeling similar emotions. I just think it's who's willing to like say it. And I don't think it's because some people are fearful of saying it. It's just like, who's going to be the first. Right. I think you do. I think there is some positive coming from social media as of late in terms of, I don't know, some of the people influencers that I follow being honest about miscarriages or breakups or the realities of life. And, Mm -hmm. you know, they're always like, I don't know. I feel like they often say like, I'm really fearful to share this or take me a long time to share it. And then they have, they they reflect back the next day. And it's like, Oh my gosh, the outpouring of like love that I got and the amount of people that connected with me over the shared experience. It's like the right. more, if we could all cultivate an environment where being vulnerable and sharing those down moments was acceptable. Um, and I think the more that like social media influencers, given their platform and their reach can do that, And people of influence, like, I think it goes back to, I think we could have a whole talk about like athletes that have come out with mental illness. Right. And I think it's like humanized them and allowed a lot of, I would say specifically men probably to say it's okay. Right. Like it's okay to come out and say that it's okay to not be in an okay place. It's okay to need to get help. It's okay to need to take time away from the sport or from your profession in order to focus on yourself. And so I think the more that people can get honest and get real and not be fearful, the easier, like cultivating that. kind of environment for vulnerability and need for connection and asking for help um will exist
0: yeah yeah um i mean like i said i kind of laid it out all through here but i think um like so many other things we talk about communication is so big um it 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 drives it leads the way for, Mm for for especially this topic of getting you out of a funk or making your plan or, or, um, or avoiding it altogether. Right. Um, So I think the first step and and the only thing I'll mention in this is, is yeah, communicate, try, try communicating if it's not something you're comfortable with just a little bit and, and maybe take the advice that I'm guessing I've, I've taken, given myself is um, you know, see what happens when you do that and does it feel better? Does it help you, It'll help you connect, get, yeah. get closer to the next step. So,
1: all right.
0: All right. Well, all good. It's a wrap. It's weird not doing it in person, but you know,
1: I know
0: is what it is. Someone's on vacation.